Hello, and welcome to the Wonderland Exhibition Podcast with me, your host, Doug Burton. I'm an artist and educator in the creative arts. Each episode will be a short conversation with a participating artist considering their work, intentions for the show, and anything that emerges in between. The Wonderland Exhibition will take place from the 1st of July to the 5th of August 2023 at the Tremonier Sculpture Gardens in Cornwall. The exhibition shows new sculptures from the Southwest about landscape and walking from members of the Royal Society of Sculptors, with assistance from Penzance-based writer Martin Holman. Hi, Amagreet. It's great to see you today. And uh, I was uh, really pleased that you were able to come to this second episode. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. I'm really happy to be here, Doug. So um, I'm starting off these conversations with each artist talking um, a bit about what maybe your experience of visiting Tremonier Gardens and the surrounding area has been. And I was just wondering if there was any initial thoughts. Um, uh, I know you've mentioned that you may have been there or have been there in the past. Um, so, uh, you know, how how has that been for you? What, what has sort of emerged out of that? So I went down to Tremenia about 12 years ago for the first time with an artist group that is here in Stroud called Quirkus. And we went down on a visit to meet uh, Neil Armstrong. And uh, we were all just blown away by his love and passion for sculptural plants and the interesting artists that he had exhibiting in the sculpture park. At the time, the park was not open to the public. So it was his private um, dream that he put a lot of effort into. And he shared with us back then, and we actually walked to the spot where he visualized to have a gallery one day. So it feels really special to now, you know, many years afterwards to actually have some work in the sculpture park myself permanently and to be exhibiting in the gallery at Tremonia with the yeah with the group of us and and how obviously you've mentioned that, that you've got a piece in the gardens but um uh, in terms of the gallery and your ideas for the show what are they what are they sort of maybe manifested into could you go into a bit of that first yes so i uh, the I was thinking about wandering and walking and pilgrimage and I guess something quite familiar to me is pilgrimage because I grew up um, quite strictly as a as a Catholic. So I went on to lots of pilgrimages when I was a child. So I have vivid memories of that. So that's where I um, very quickly sort of honed into. And uh, but then sort of lost the thread with that, I guess. And I moved towards because uh, I love working with rocks and with with land. And uh, but geology and rocks is something I feel I have a very strong affinity um, with. And uh, so it my yeah I, I then sort of moved steered towards that, and uh, I thought for this project, what about if I never go to this place, I never walk at this place, and I create a connection 
through an object uh, being a small rock that comes from the causeway at the St. Michael's Mound. And as it happened, a friend of mine went down in the winter and to Cornwall, and I said to him, would you do me a favor and bring me back a small rock, any rock that you can find? So he did that, and I have ever since then uh, formed a relationship with that small rock. So I have been drawing it uh, many times so every week on uh, I would have two days when I draw the rock in different light conditions and getting to know uh, yeah yeah forming an interest and a uh, from something familiar with this small rock and it was really interesting what happened to building a memory so the project then became building a memory of this rock and and I realized that I actually can't hold memories. So it it all of that uh, uh, getting to know a small you know a, a small rock opened up into a very big thing. And uh, I yes, and then the other project alongside this uh, for the show is that I worked with beeswax and making casts, direct casts of the small rock, something I have done before. And I wanted to build out of the small rock something almost bodily or human-like and uh, building with the fragments of those casts uh, something of a memory of a rock. So it was an experiment. I didn't quite know where it would be going. So beeswax is... A fantastic material and a very healing material, I find. And working with it in the studio, uh, the smell of it, the warmth of it, the flexibility of it. I also like that it is something that is neither liquid nor is it solid. So it's a very in-between material, material, very different to a rock. And when I was working with this beeswax around the rock, it like something healing came into it. And perhaps I should say that I used to be a pediatric nurse. Right. So nursing and healing and repair is something that it comes is a theme that comes often up in my work. And I also, what I think about with taking the rock, or whilst I was with the rock, I became aware that I've taken it, or not, my friend has taken it from a place uh, where it was living. And suddenly this rock is with me, but it's not really its home. And I I know it, it almost, this inanimate object became very, uh, you know, I, I almost had sort of, human feelings with this um with this rock and was very interested in how that can happen how and something that we consider as humans perhaps hasn't got any life can actually uh, a connection can happen that it becomes very very lively and very emotional and um, also, you know, becoming fed up with it and getting bored with it. And uh, I, so I went through a whole range of um, emotions with this small rock. Mm. So the one, one piece of work that has not 
haven't yet and I haven't developed yet will be the returning of the of the rock. So I've become very aware that, you know, this feeling that it needs to go back, it's not mine. And I, uh, I want to uh, place it back in exactly where it came from. In, in a way, thinking about, um, yeah, re- removing from a place, having learned something with the rock, having had an experience with the rock, but then returning it. And I'm also interested in what happens when I return it. You know, has the rock actually changed from this whole thing that I, I've been um, experiencing with it? And I, I believe that it has, you know, that something will have happened also in, in the rock. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, you've taken us on quite a journey already. And I'm still um, uh, fascinated by the idea that, as you say, you haven't been down there recently and you've, you're forming a connection with something um, that has been given to you. So there's this sort of like gift aspect of it and then the return. And, and it's the in-between that um, I wanted to ask you about, that um, the sense of healing and, I mean, it's almost the spiritual in some of what you're talking about there that it sort of reminds me of is, is, is that, that's something, um, you know, the inanimate becoming animated and physical, you know, using, as you say, using beeswax, using materials that animate, you know, through drawing, through sculpting. Through, is am, am I on the sort of the right line there if I sort of, you know, propose that to you, that the, the, that sort of um, reanimated the, the spiritual? Is that something that's sort of part of your creative process here? Yes, that is something that comes through in my work. And if I also look at past projects that I did, it is very often to do with looking at um, materials that are perhaps not very, um, yeah, not very physical in a sense. So, you know, I've worked a lot and with the rock also working with light and the ever-changing light and and uh, also working with sound so these are objects that i would say you they can take you they're sort of in that in between stage and that in between stage or perhaps spiritual space is something that i am very interested in and um you know as i mentioned uh, right at the beginning this sort of having been brought up in that way Mm. um i try to reject it for many many years and i come now around to that it is a a part that is i uh, i bring experience back to that because it's something that i have felt as a very young child and this has always been around me so i'm I would agree with you that I am, yes, there is a spiritualness to my work and also um, like ritual, I'm interested in that too. And the sort of the the rhythm of returning to a work that, uh, yes. um. Yeah, definitely. No, it's it's great to unpack that a bit and to also... um, I like this idea of uh, the process that you're you're talking about that you're taking us through. You know the the um, the process that leads you to to having this this rock that's come from this significant place, um, 
in in Marazion, really, which is uh, close to to Tremonier. And then, could you say something about maybe what's I've I've heard through the grapevine that something might be happening are you, when you return the rock? Are you, is there is there some sort of performative element there that you might be able to share with us? Yes. So I am. I've I feel quite uncomfortable uncomfortable about the thought of using my body or a performance i'm i'm very shy like that but i've i feel it's a good challenge a good place to step into and i will actually be working with um as part of a workshop with a choreographer in beginning of beginning of june and i am hoping and have already sort of a voice that i'd like to develop something uh, so to use my body and gestures of my body to tell a story of returning and um, so I don't quite know how that will how it will shape up but that is it it will be you know very important part added to the work and in a way that will be my time of walking so the the walking, I'm putting it right at the end. So I haven't had the experience. I have actually not been to the causeway ever. So I've seen it from Tremenia, but I have not been down there. So I, yes, so what's going to happen there? It will be some, yeah, sort of working with my body and using my body as a tool to um, express the, you know, connection that I had with the rock and that I'm parting with it. And so that's sort of all that I have right now. I'd also like to have it in a film. So I've been looking into that as well, how it could be filmed, which type of film could be used to express and sort of use that language of, um, yeah, a more uh, live performative part that can be added to my work. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I can see, um, you know, however that filming of a, of a performance might map out and how um, the that element with the sculpture, with drawing, that, the processes that we've been talking about. Um, could you say just a little bit as we, we sort of come towards the end of this podcast about um, how the viewer, the reader of your work, you know how 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 do you think they might sort of respond to these elements that, that as as they come together? Is is there something there that you feel um, that that they might actually through through your work that they might actually leave with? You know, because it's very sensitive what you're describing mm. there. Is is that something that that you could share? Mm. I think that the drawings. I hope that they are very accessible to the viewer, and they will speak for themselves. They are, you know, there is an energy exchange going on in those drawings that I, I hope that you know that that can be easily taken away. the The sculpture is probably more challenging. And I have to say, I, I, it's been a really big challenge to make something on a larger scale with a material that is an in-between material. So it, 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 I'm, I'm struggling with it, and I don't know how it will be taken. I don't know how I am taking it. To be honest, it's, it's very much a process piece, and it, if anything, I, and I hope I can explain that with some 
you know, through some writing, perhaps the this the struggle to uh, I can relate it to like the struggle of holding on to memories and wanting to control, but being utterly not able to control anything like you know that you can exactly remember a, a rock, however small it is, however often you draw it, it just won't happen. So the the sculpture probably talks more of that impossibility of um, holding on to something. And uh, and yeah, the performative part, I I guess that the viewer be more like yeah, be literally viewers observing if they're there and you know participants in a way if they're happy to be in that film, and um, yeah, so I don't quite know how that will be read. I, yeah. I have got so much experience, no experience with with that. Well, that's really exciting as well to to you know to let those um, possibilities see see where they go in in that way, and it's it's great to hear you talk about materials in that way as well, and and um, uh, I think that especially beeswax, you know, the smell, the 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 unknowing aspect of it, and our relation, our physical relationship to it will be um will be really exciting to to see how that comes up. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing it in that in that respect and how it'll work. And Magritte, thank you so much for talking to us about your work for the show. We're really looking forward to it um in uh, when it starts on the first of July. And thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you, Doug. It's been really good to share those thoughts with you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wonderland Exhibition Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please click subscribe. You can learn more about the artists in this exhibition through social media, their websites and online at the Royal Society of Sculptors.